BDSM and non-standard relationships. Star exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As, as well, well as, as simply, simply fun, fun kink. kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more at eroticawakeningpodcast.com. This week on Erotic Awakening, the Space Power Exchange Summit, all kinds of ketchup, and more. Erotic Awakening is sponsored by the Submissive Guide, helping submissives understand themselves and the service they wish to provide, from sexual to domestic, personal assistant to pain slut, and everything in between. Dawn says, wait, that's me. <laughs> it's one of the best online resources for submissives on the web. You can find them online at submissivesguide.com. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you're offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Hi Dawn. Hi, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> How's that oh. cold coming along? Mine's actually doing pretty well. So last week was rough, but uh, doing pretty well today. Had it not been for, I think, this newest of the cold snaps that we are facing here in the Ohio area, mm-hmm. uh, I think mine would be okay. But I was all cleared up. Right. And then the cough came back. I think it's just like one of them asthma kind of cold activated I think, well, it was when bronchitis. you cleaned off my truck for me yesterday. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. I was not yeah, looking yeah. forward to that. <laughs> so, and that's when it snapped again. So I think you do. I think you have that cold-induced bronchial stuff. It may well be. We are still doing the kink A to Z, and the letter of the day would be F. That is mm. the next letter that we're going to be doing. And we what, think... What, what, what were we going to do, sir? I think we're doing uh, the intercourse for F, which does not actually start with F, intercourse. No, it fucking does. It does indeed. And we haven't quite figured out... <laughs> Aren't you cute? <laughs> well, and it's, it's, it's because um, I just said fucking. And now that I know who listens to the show... It's like somebody's mom. <laughs> That's the... I'm thinking of all the naughty stuff we've said we'll, over the we'll, years. We'll talk about mom in just a moment. Um, <laughs> and because we're thinking about maybe for F to actually that the topic will be uh, fucking. <laughs> and we're trying to figure out if we should just... Instead of talking about it, just record you and me having the intercourse, or if that's a little lowbrow for our audience uh, listeners, if that's something there. Like, oh, geez, that's, Maybe that's too much, guys. Sneak in a little bit of sound during some of our talking, like pre record it, oh. and sneak in the sound to some background music while we're talking about fucking. We, we have not quite talked, <laughs> figured out how we're doing that, but we needed to take a break anyway because we have. Um, Really interesting. When you do a weekly podcast, you would think we would be able to keep up with everything, but we've got we so much don't. going on that um, we wanted to step back and do a little bit of. Here's all the stuff we have going on right now mm-hmm. in the world of Dan and Don. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be talking about a variety of things. If you are, some people write in and they say, "I really like the shows where you guys don't blather on and on and on. You get right to the topic." And other people say this they is, like to hear us blather. Yes, this is the show for those other people. This is, will be a lot of blathering, but we have just so much going on, and it's really interesting stuff, and I hope that you'll stick around and listen. Example that you were just saying that Mom is a listener, and the backstory to that is we recently found out that, well, there's actually two bits to the story. 
a couple of weeks ago in the local magazine called 614, which is our local hoity-toity downtown magazine, which right. all the fancy restaurants and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, it's high-gloss color. Yes. And yes, it's a real magazine. It is indeed a real magazine. Anyway, they interviewed UI and Karen for mm-hmm. the uh, February issue, which was a Valentine's issue, and they did a big spread on polyamory. Right. So they interviewed us, and we were in the article. And a picture uh, of us. Big old picture of us. Uh, which, side note, Karen has heard like from six people that she works with that they've seen the article mm-hmm. or used to work with. They've seen the article, and they said, oh, I saw you in this article. Uh, you and I apparently work in different circles. We do work in different circles. I have not heard it from anybody, though I did when I was leaving the Poly 101 workshop at the room. Mm-hmm. On Sunday, somebody no. was coming into the parking lot late, had the 614 magazine in their oh. hand, and said, oh, that's you. I did not know that. But they were coming to a poly meeting. Sure. It's not like it was at work. So, right. you know, that was a little different. But uh, The point being, though, that we recently, a uh, very long-term friend of Karen's and a friend of ours uh, came out to his daughter about being polyamory. Oh, that's right. I was wondering where this is going. And he started off by saying, here, I'm just going to hand you this magazine, read this article. There's and then we're going to talk. You know. Yes. And yeah. And then we're going to talk. So that was kind of interesting um, to find out that we are part of a plan for people to out themselves, mm-hmm. purposefully out themselves. Right. Um, so that was kind of fun. So another friend of ours recently came out to her mom. And she said, Mom, you know, I'm into this kink thing. Now, these, right. these are older. Uh, she is our age, so it's right. not like she's a spring chicken. She's probably younger than we are, but not, I think she's a little younger, doesn't yeah. live at home, any of that. She has married, has kids, all that junk. But still, for whatever reason, she said, Mom, just want you to know I'm kinky, I'm this and I'm that. Mom responds with, by the way, one of our favorite <laughs> comments we've ever heard in our lives. Uh, Mom responds by saying, that's oh, that's okay, honey. I listen to the Erotic Awakening podcast. I get it. <laughs> which is, and the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, that, yes, which is exactly, what the girl exactly. probably did not want to hear about her mom. Right. <laughs> but that was cool. I was like, oh my god, it's a local listener that I don't even know, and I bet she's not even in the community. She just listens to the podcast. That's kind of neat. Yes, absolutely. So I've a uh, bunch of fun but stuff. But now like, I don't want to say fuck. fuck. Obviously, yes. <laughs> Instead, you're giving it more pause and emphasis. Yay, great. It's really funny if you think about it. And I know that for our, um, at least for me, uh, when I was younger, it's bizarre. When I picture grandparents, I picture silver hair people in rocking chairs, right? right? And now that you and I are grandparents, um, it's just just bizarre. The world is just bizarre. It is. And it was actually brought to my attention, believe it or not, that I put on the door of the room, yeah. which is our, our little community space, um, I put a sign on the back of the door that says, Grandmother Rules Apply once you walk <laughs> through this door. And it was pointed out to me that we're grandparents. That's probably not the best way to say yes. <laughs> we're naughty too. So, what are the uh, for our listeners don't know the grandmother rule is the idea that if you're at a an event mm-hmm. or a convention or whatever some kind of a kink friendly space before you leave the kink friendly space and you go out to your car to get something or whatever, right? That the grandmother rule is you know make sure you're wearing something that you would not mind your grandmother seeing you in, right? And and it's kind of like saying you know dress vanilla and don't draw attention to us, right? But we call it the, the grandmother, grandmother rule. And as a grandmother, I'm sure that the <laughs> kinds of things you would not mind seeing are uh, not what that, that rule is intended. That yes. I want covered up when they go out to their car. <laughs> um. 
so I do want to mention really quickly the the there's just so much going on right now. We just came back from Smart. We really haven't gotten done talking about Edmonton and right. um, Lupercalia, Lupercalia and, and the greatest gingerbread cookies ever, which aw, Nikki made me. Which I didn't get to eat. And I don't know that she made them for me specifically. And it might have been Ursula that made them. I kind of now I'm not sure. Was it Ursula I'm or Nikki sure. that's actually baked I those? I think it was Nikki because Nikki, when um, she found out that I was gluten-free, she said she was going to try a gluten-free recipe next time. I, did re- I do remember that. So maybe it was Nikki. Regardless. I Ursula made the lovely bags. Yes, regardless, mm. they were fantastic gingerbread mm-hmm. cookies, um, and I've been eat- I slowly parsed them out along the way. Nice. Uh, we also brought back carrot cake fudge from Phil's Fudge, which mm-hmm. I immediately— it Used to be a sponsor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I tried to be a good— um, Valentiny boyfriend and give it to Karen, who immediately gave it back because it's full of nuts and she can't eat nuts. Can't have nuts. So gluten free, can't have nuts. The things we brought back were kind of deadly to me and Karen. So the <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know that you sugar got to is, eat it all. I don't know that sugar is deadly to you. It's no. it impacts gluten is. Uh, not true. deadly, not deadly, but I have ended up in the hospital before. So well, I was gonna emergency say, room. You may want to die. When yeah, you that's YouTube. for sure. So. So where do we where do we go from here? So we went to Lupercalia. We had a great time. Uh, we avoided the worst of the cold and came came back to Ohio to face that. The um, Western Canada Power Exchange contest was happening, and we right. I did reach out and said, "Look, I'd love to help you guys with the contest next year, like doing some more fundraising." Just you and I have been around the circle right, for a right. little while. We get how to raise funds via auctions and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. That was a lot of really and neat. And that was their first couple. So they get to go to Fort Lauderdale, I forget what month it is, for Beyond Leather, which is where the Power Exchange International contest is. So the question of the day then is a, is uh, based on this, was the whole Ooh. idea of... So one of the classes you and I did was Master Hank's mm-hmm. class, which is something like submission... Oh, good Lord. It's, I, it's my favorite title of all the classes, and I can never quite get it right. Um, um, I am my, a delicate... My, no, my submission is a gift, so treat me like the delicate flower that I am and other bullshit that Master Hank doesn't put up with or something yes, like that. It, close enough. Um, and the idea of that is that the idea of rejecting the soft and cuddly power exchange mm-hmm. that um, we see sometimes on the... like, f- Not necessarily... Even in both on FetLife, mm-hmm. but in real life as well. And it's not that being soft... And cuddly, per se, are bad things for power exchange relationships. Mm-hmm. But it's a matter of if you join, if you're in a power exchange relationship for the one of the purposes is self actualization and growth mm-hmm. and being the full, powerful person you want to become, then both sides of the slash can benefit from being. Um, Oh, true to course, I should say. Um, being uh, solid consist- in your sol- power, yeah. you know, and yeah. it's, it's hard to explain. But, you know, what I find with that class, it's uh, very empowering. And we've actually had a lot of feedback on that class. Yes. So, you know. So the question is, mm-hmm. now the, what it, it gets, we'll get there in a second. I still have to background a little bit. Uh-oh. The embodiment of Master Hank. The idea of the whole class is that Master Hank takes no guff. Mm-hmm. That he doesn't... Um, where I, as a master, I have moments of where I'm focused more on compassion, where I am less instinctive. For example, you did something that I thought, I ordered you to do A, and you did B. Mm-hmm. And it took me about eight hours or four hours before I spoke up about it, because I was 
not being Master Hank. Okay. As being Dan, the compassionate, doesn't want to deal, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what this is? I, yes. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, so the question of the day, finally, I get okay. to say, is would you prefer and do you think that slaves are best suited by Master Hank? Always consistent, instinctive, no guff, no days off. You come home from a hard day at work and somebody ran over your cat, get my coffee. I don't give a shit about your issues. Get my coffee. Ooh, hard question because I like Master Hank. I like Master Dan, you know? So I... um. But always, it's funny because we say part of the power of Master Hank is the consistency. And my answer was getting ready to be, I love Master Hank sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) So there goes the consistency. Because I also like the compassion and the the soft cuddle sometimes. But that's got to make it confusing. Well, maybe not. I was going to say that's got to make it confusing for both parties when you flip back and forth. But we seem to do okay for the most Mm -hmm. part. Um... I do like the parts of Master Hank where I know exactly what's expected. Yeah. So I do like that. But can a loving, so I got questions too, can a loving relationship happen with just Master Hank Mm. and his slave? You know, because I know slaves that absolutely want Master Hank all the time. But the people that I'm thinking of that want that also don't want their master to fall in love with them. And for clarity's sake, uh, I know we, I, I did this tremendous four-minute prequel. Mm-hmm. The idea when we talk about Master Hank, we're just talking about when having your master or a master or mistress, whatever term you want to use, being hard-ass consistently. Right. And right. on all the time. Yes. Yes. So, but that would mean being on when you're sick too, and mm-hmm. that would have um, not benefited us in the airport. Yeah, so, <laughs> going to Edmonton, th- and that's a fantastic example of where the master Hank slips a little bit, right? Uh, because I did, I completely turned over power to you in that airport. Mm-hmm. We don't think of it that way, but that's certainly what I did. I absolutely did. Yep. And, and when I tried to take power back, I got us lost. <laughs> because I was, again, this is a result of me sick. being very sick, not right. being incompetent to figure right. out the Toronto airport, which by the way, I'm, I am incompetent to figure out the Toronto airport. That's a side <laughs> note. So, but that's recognizing strengths and weaknesses, even if it's, um, you know, as you go along, you know, and, and just for a moment of, and I didn't see you as handing over the power to me. I saw it as a service to you. So, and that's the, that's the, the challenge, right? Is mm-hmm. how do you. See, there's where Master Hank can survive that kind of thing. If it's a, I'm handing, I want you to do the service for me. Right. But really, Master Hank doesn't get sick like that. I mean, right. I was sick to the point of right. lack of ability to make decisions. Right. So it's really interesting. It is. And, you know, being in that workshop, and, and I, I just cannot give a straight answer. Being in that workshop and hearing your Dom voice and... Um, I mean, there was parts where you had three volunteers Uh and the stuff that you were doing to them, I wanted you to do to me. Right. Right. It was making me wet. I mean, I love that powerful voice. I love that snap decisions, intuition. This is the way it goes. No eggshells. You know, this is just it. Structure. You know, what's expected. It's just... Unless that is like a hundred percent of who you are, I don't know that you could keep that going all the time. 
you know? And and if that's 100% of who you are, then I would fear you're narcissistic right. and self-absorbed. Right. You know, there's got to be the true Master Hank, the, the model that we actually teach about mm-hmm. this is that you do have the ability to perceive the other person as a valued human being mm-hmm. and adjust the reason you drive them is to get the best out of them right right i mean it's very powerful to watch you demand the best of the slave i mean it's it's uh it's hardcore when you're watching it and stuff but i like that it's about demanding the best it's it's not about punishing just because they've misstepped or something like that you know right it's kind of hard to describe without seeing the workshop well we're, but... gonna, we're getting ready to do the workshop again in another uh, couple of weeks mm-hmm. we'll revisit this then if, as we learn new things i do want to move on though because we're uh, 16 minutes in and we said there is no topic but damned if that wasn't an interesting <laughs> question of the day uh because i want to talk about something you know you and i are doing like a bajillion things right now we are this is our busy time uh, but we added to it to make it even more busy time. We've added two huge things to it and um, that are not on my bucket list, by the way. <laughs> I have 101 goals in 1,001 days. Just started another Facebook group with that with some of my friends, uh-huh. some strong women that I you know, I knew would support me and I can support them. And we're going to be working on our goals. But no, these, these two big projects, both which involve moving different aspects of our life. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Are... Kind of huge. And not on that list. Do we have time for this? No. It doesn't matter, does it? It is already rolling. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. I've, I've just added two things to next week's show off of that. <laughs> but the next thing I want to talk about, one of those moves that you're talking about, which is really a big deal for us. Absolutely. Uh, about a, and, I got, and I was thinking about this earlier. This is, to me, this is a 10-year commitment, that right. minimum. Right. Which is funny if you think I'm about I'm thinking five. I don't want to think of 10. Okay. But you think any way you somewhere want. Somewhere between 5 and 10. So, um, as We're talking podcast, about the big, big, big thing, right? Yes. As okay. podcast listeners know, we have um, been, you have been running a place called The Room for the last three years. Mm-hmm. The it's Columbus actually Insight the Columbus, Center. Right. The, the Columbus Insight mm-hmm. Center. Within the Columbus Insight Center is The Room, which is a kink-friendly space. Right. So that all the groups here in Columbus can meet. And have a safe meeting space. It used to be that our mass chapter men in Donato's. Right. Um, our submissive roundtable would try and find a Panera Bread to meet in. Right. A lot of groups just did not meet at all because there was no meet. We used to meet, one of our groups used to meet in the back of a funky uh, porn shop. Right. Um, Some used to meet in our living room way back when. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We've done the living room thing. Absolutely. And, and other groups, uh, a lot of groups do that too, right? Mm-hmm. The other aspect of this is, so the room came along, and now right. all those groups get to meet there. Right. And new and groups is, have sprung up. Lots of new groups have sprung right. up. Right. And it's bursting at the seams. We've actually had two big groups outgrow it. Right. So the other aspect of this story is that in here in Columbus, we used to have a public dungeon, mm-hmm. public play space. And we've, right. we had a couple of them, and they all got shut down for a variety of reasons. We don't mm-hmm. necessarily need to go through that, though it'll be, it'll be fun to do the historical the trip at some point. Oh, the drama involved in that? Yeah. yeah just, we don't usually talk about no. drama, but yeah, it's, it's historical. So nowadays, people are either meeting in uh, for dungeons time or play mm-hmm. space. They're either going to so-and-so's dungeon, which by their basement. Right. Which, if you're new to the community, I don't know that you want to be your very first public dungeon. You want to go to some guy's basement that you don't know. Right. Uh, matter of fact, 
I'm going to recommend you don't do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> or we'll, um, AIS will have things, and uh, so will Guilty Pleasures have things at one of the swing clubs in town mm-hmm. where you haul in all your equipment, set up, play, 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 uh, set some people aside so that the drunken swingers can be assisted in not walking into the middle of scenes. Right. Uh, and to act at least in some way appropriate. And then at 3 a.m., you break down all your equipment and move it out because the party's over. All that leads into the room. You and I have a problem. We're bursting at the seams. We don't have enough room anymore. Right. Uh, Barak and Sheba have a problem where there's no public play space. Right. Right. Or they're the ones hauling in and out the equipment. Right. Right. So we are getting together, the four of us, and creating a place called The Space, or more formally, the Columbus Space for Alternative Self-Expression. Right. And the idea of it is that a very large building um, Mm -hmm. that is big enough to have not only a a meeting space like the room has... Well, two of those. But multiple Mm -hmm. meeting spaces. So if, if the... Um, kinky furries group, which uh, there are some kinky, although we did get some feedback that not all furries are kinky, and I get that. Mm-hmm. But if the kinky furries group that's in here in Columbus did want to meet, and the dominant roundtable wanted to meet on the same night, right. there's enough space for that to happen. Well, it's actually going to be nice because the submissive roundtable and the dominant roundtable can be the same night if we want to, so that the couples can come on the same night. Absolutely. And some of the groups that we um, have oh. are no longer at the broom can come back. Can come back. Right. right? And movie night, we don't have to turn people away at the door once we cap at 30. Right. So. <laughs> Which we often have to do. Um, <laughs> Bad porn and brownies. Woohoo! <laughs> this Friday, as a matter of fact, if you're exactly. in the Columbus area. So to have a space, and the other aspect of it is that currently you're leasing the space, the room, right. from a landlord who doesn't quite get what we do. Right. So we're going to have a, the, the new space is going to, they're going to know. It's, it's oh, our yeah. space. We, we'll do it the hell we want. We're the landlords. So, yeah. So, Dan and I um, are going in with Barrick and Sheba. And, um, yeah, we're doing this all very legally, zoning, lawyers, you know, contracts, all kinds of stuff. So, we're setting the foundation for this to be a long-time venture. And, and this is where, oh, podcast listeners, you can help us out. We are actually doing a, a, a fundraiser via Indiegogo mm-hmm. to make this happen. The idea of, and we did not realize when we first started this venture, how expensive it is just to find a place and get contracts from lawyers and work with banks and work with realtors right. and work with zoning and work with all this other stuff. And the cleanup of the space. It's going to be. And prep. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have a Kickstarter, or a, it actually is via Indiegogo out there. Right. We've already raised $9,000 towards this venture. Mm-hmm. So we've added a couple of stretch goals, um, and we're going to add some more as we go. Right, and you do. You get things for donating to this. So at one level, you know, everybody's going to get a thank you. So And then at another level, you can get a, a deck of kicks, uh, Kickstarter cards. Mm-hmm. And at another level, it's a year membership, so you don't have to sign waivers for a year and... You know, just all kinds sure. of benefits to, to donating to the space. If you have a business and you want some um, recognition there, there's a level where you can get a plaque that we're going to put on mm-hmm. the wall that will be there for all time. Or if you're a podcast listener super fan, <laughs> there's even an option where you and I and Barak and Sheba come to your house, bring and you dinner, dinner, and we sit around and chat about everything 
under the sun as far as the space goes, and then, of course, anything else you want to chat about. Right. So lots of good stuff. I mean, so far there's been some great support for the community. So, and, and it's just, it's, it's actually, it, it just shows how much people want this, you know? So it's great stuff. It is. What is the um, one thing at the space that you want to do that you're not going to be able to do at our current room? Um, actually, there's a couple of things. So there's some intensives that you and I want to do the MS intensive and the poly intensive. And it would just be nice at this point. Oh my God, there's so much stuff at this point. We could probably only fit 15 people in there comfortably, maybe 16. Mm -hmm. So, because we need the space to be able to do some of the stuff that we do. Um, so we'd love to open that up to more people than that for a power exchange intensive or a poly intensive. But one of the main things is I've got a, um, cause it won't just be kinky stuff there. It'll also be oh, spiritual yeah, stuff and it'll be other stuff. Drumming circles. Drumming. And that's the main one that I've got going on right now. I've got someone from Pittsburgh that is a drummer for a band mm -hmm. and he comes to Columbus every now and then and holds these most amazing hand drumming workshops. Well, he doesn't have space to do that anymore. What's been available isn't available anymore. So he wanted to use the CIC, the Columbus Insight Center. And I told him I can only fit about 20 people in there comfortably with drums. I mean, for a workshop. We've had drumming circles where we can fit 40, but those are friendly people that are shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> if you're paying for a workshop, you want yeah. a little bit of room to breathe. So I told him about 20, and um, that's a minimum that he can do to make the trip. So if we have the space... Oh, my God. How many people can we fit in there? And how awesome would that sound with the acoustics? And the nice thing about the space is that it has that flexibility for the large space where you could have mm -hmm. a play party. You could have a huge drumming circle. You could do whatever you wanted. It will also have smaller spaces for more intimate settings as well. Right. right. You can go be part of this. Head over to community.blueadventurescooperative.com. And that will lead you to a place where you can throw a couple bucks at us or other ways that we're looking for help. Just mm -hmm. tell your friends, all that kind of stuff. Um, the point of it being, Dawn, you and I are going to be um, running a community center. We are. Slash dungeon. Slash this ritual huge space. ritual space. But it's just this huge commitment that you and I have made. Now, we're actually cycling back. Now that we've asked you for money, we're going to cycle back to the topic itself. Mm -hmm. is um, the idea that one of the big changes you and I have going on in our life is we've decided that we, along with Barak and Sheba, mm -hmm. are going to run a community space. Yes. And unlike where right, you could, our listeners as well, right now you run the Columbus Insight Center. You run the room. What's the difference? The big difference here being if for some reason in February the snow is so bad we could hold absolutely nothing at the room. Right. It's and small we, enough that... <laughs> and we had to pay rent and all right. that out of our own pocket. It would be painful, but it right. would be like, oh, man, uh, I guess I'm not going to go buy a new... I'll have to skip going out for dinner this month, and I'll have to not buy any PlayStation games. And we'll have to tap the savings a smidge. Mm -hmm. But it's doable, right? We right. could pay it off. We'd pay the rent. We could pay rent in two months. It would hurt, but it's like, meh. Ah, well, boy, bummer. That kind of sucks, but... <laughs> this new space... Oh, Not. we can't do that. No, no, this will be a full scale. We are going from 800, probably close to 900 square feet of space, you know, in a, a um, I got really good rent price on mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. And um, we're going from that to what, almost 10,000? Yeah. 
square feet. So think of, yeah, <laughs> big price difference, big price difference. And owning this property, right? right. You know, and I don't is... have to shovel snow right now, even though <laughs> Sheba did a great job on Sunday well to done, help Sheba. get rid of the, the snow on the steps before the Poly 101 meeting. Um, we have all of that type of stuff that we'll have to do with the new, the new space. So, so there you go. All kinds of money. Which we do not have in our pocket. No, we don't. We, you and I do not operate very much on a <laughs> profit level. We usually break even. Oh, we yeah. get ready to do taxes. We're going to break even. And again, you know, even with the, the podcast, right? Mm -hmm. We do have an advertiser. We have actually uh, a couple of people advertising on the podcast right now. Right. And that's great. As we've always said, we prefer it not to come out of our pocket, right? Right. And that's the, that's the, the, the way it is right now. Um, and that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. And that's fine, though, that it doesn't actually make us money. Right. Um, nor does it need to, right? Nah. Right now, when it's fun. The, the, it's fun, <laughs> right? We take the money that we get from our advertisers, we use it to pay for the bandwidth and all that kind of jazz, right. the websites. And I buy some new equipment for the podcast on occasion, and then we stick it in a box and go back to the old equipment because we're <laughs> like that. Um, the space is going to be a different deal, right? This is going right. to be a, a venture where it, if we don't make, we it's, it just takes more money to make rent there, right? Yeah. Which doesn't mean we're going to be charging a lot to our community. It just means that our the way we do things right. has to convert some, right? To being right. Um, a little bit more conscious of um, the effort and energy that we're going mm -hmm. to put into it. Right. Wow. wow. Hey, speaking of money. <laughs> Uh, somewhere in here, I'm going to say... You just scared me off of... No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> it's a big investment, so we're in. We're but in. it's more it's of a time awesome. and energy investment. You know, mm -hmm. I don't want to... See, I, I don't even like talking about the money in that perspective because it's not a business for you and I where we're going to use it to uh, pad our nest egg mm -hmm. so that we can retire, right? It's a, you know, it's, it's just like the podcast. It's just like the room. Right. right. We're going to do it with the idea that if we break even, we win. Right. The, the difference being is we, we just have to do a lot more with it. Right. To get to that break even spot. And the costs are such that we have to do this fundraiser on, on Indiegogo just to, to get, get it started. started. You right. know, just because the initial outlay for all the stuff we talked about. Exactly. Exactly. It's going to be fun, though. And there's going to be so much stuff for the community there. I'm thrilled, so, though, that we don't rock. have to. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, thrilled though that uh, one of the costs that we have, the podcast itself, mm -hmm. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by KJ Canes, home of the original designer, glow in the dark, and light up canes. It is where art and pleasure come together to suit your unique style. They have the largest selection of canes on net. And it's more than canes. Check out the great selection of hand-poured low-temp paraffin and soy wax candles, as well as all the basics such as gags, collars, fetish jewelry, nipple clamps, whips, floggers, paddles, vibes, and more. Did you know EA listeners get 10% off their orders of $25 or more with the discount code Dan and Dalton 15 and... There's actually been a couple of orders placed already. Oh, nice. Uh, so, fantastic. Thank you very much, listeners. A couple of orders have gone to kjcanes.com. I hope you're enjoying those canes and you're using the Dan and Dawn 15 discount. Thanks, KJ Canes, for being part of the show. Win-win for everybody. I think so. You did get a voicemail, finally. I did? Yes. You got a voicemail from Tom60. He wanted to let... And this was his response to episode 350, where we were wondering when 50 Shades came out. 
Tom said it was 2011 June when Fifty Shades of Mediocracy came out. That's three and a half years ago. We've all been... Oh, <laughs> I was getting ready to say, we've all been whining about this for three and a half years? Oh, my God. And then Mocha also left a voicemail. Uh, and specifically, Mocha left a voicemail because you were complaining that no one ever does. How did I miss that? I have Be- to go back and listen. <laughs> <laughs> and Mocha was asking about a, a book review uh, role. Now, we do have a new book review podcast coming out. So we mentioned this a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago. Uh, this person has books. They're going off to buy a microphone. Um, so we should be hearing a new podcast on the Erotic Awakening Podcast Network before too long. Awesome. If you've not been keeping up with the Erotic Awakening Podcast Network, lately um, the Femme Domestique podcast with Mistress Simone has been a couple episodes out now. Uh, she's been She came out with a couple back-to-back, a rant about Fifty Shades as well as the episode about domestic service. And I am just so happy Mr. Simone is part of the podcast network. She does a fantastic like job. I'm going to buy her a microphone for Christmas, but she's doing a fantastic job. Nice. I really like Mr. Simone. We've known her for years. Speaking of podcasters, um, so we're all high on this comment that um, my mom is a listener, right? right? And then a week later, we're at Smart. We're oh having the goodness. pre-Smart dinner. Right. And, uh, Which was fabulous. Lebanese, Lebanese food. fantastic food. Oh it was goodness. restaurant week in the Cleveland. Oh. And uh, Fetishep said uh, that recently, or not too recently, but at some point, he had met Dan Savage. Now, Dan Savage oh. is the um, pod. That's what a lot of us podcasters pretend we're going to grow up to be. <laughs> Somebody who actually makes a living from right, this. Right, right. You know, that charges like $2,000 to appear at things and right. stuff like that. Uh, we charge. Uh, $2,000 less than that to appear and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, he met Dan Savage, and uh, Dan Savage recommended to him that he listen to the Erotic Awakening podcast. So that's just kind of our little um, squee moment. It that was. He's even heard of our little podcast. That's kind of awesome. That is kind of awesome. Speaking of smart, um, we did get to meet the fantastic Finding Wonderland, and mm-hmm. we signed your book. And I don't know if you ever replied to her email. She wrote us some time ago, and she said, I wrote you guys, but I said, oh, did Dom respond to that? And I'm not, I think she, I think you did. I think, I think I did. Yeah. It would be near the top of my list. Though I am 10 fat males behind. I was, so. I was <laughs> such a shy busy. little boy for some reason meeting uh, her. Really? I, in that, well, we had the big conversation about consent prior to that, right? Right. Anyway, so I, uh, we talked to her, we signed her book for her, we gave uh-huh. her a book and I was like, oh man, I'd love to give you a hug. But I said that in my head instead right. of out loud. <laughs> and I never got around to asking her if I could give her a hug. And then we moved on to other things. Right. We taught our class. And then before we left, I was like, man, I'm going to find and hug the hell out of her. But couldn't find her. Couldn't find her. Aww. She was probably in the smart beginning of class. So um, uh, Finding Wonderland, I am sending you a virtual cyber hug right now. Awesome, awesome. So, and then we have, um, mm. so I'm going to run through a few things. We've actually got to go to Cyber work. Hug. Oh, <laughs> hey, shit. So, <laughs> so we also had well, secret. Well, don't go too deep. Okay. I'm pushing things off to the next episode. Okay. Um, the last, th- I know, it's crazy. Isn't I have it? to finish packing your gym bag and jump in the shower. I know. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> at least the dog's already been walked. Woo. As soon as you looked at the clock. Um, Sorry. We will mention, uh, just real quickly, that tickets for Power Exchange Summit, I'm sure that's where you're going next, are going on. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, that's why Dan Savage is so popular, because he's got one of these, our... he keeps his cough 
off, off the, the air. So Parachute Summit tickets will be going on sale next week. We'll talk about that. Not next our... week. Actually, in three days. This Time is... is moving. Yes. So tickets go on sale. Um, we've already put it out there. We've got most of our presenters. I think we're waiting on one more and an affirmation of one more. We've got all our vendors. We've oh, got... we have our keynote person picked. We have our picked. keynote yes. person picked. You know, everything. I mean, tickets are ready and we're ready and staff is ready and it's going to be a great time. Um, it absolutely is. We do have to mention really quickly Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventure and Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group. Find out more about Adventure and Sexuality with <coughs> all the great things they've got going on. <laughs> we must be getting to the end of the podcast. <coughs> AdventureandSexuality.org and uh, Secret Lives 72 sent you a tentacle pick of a literal tentacle monster climbing on someone's back. No, not really. No. <laughs> it was actually just cupping. So, but it looks like tentacle marks. That's <coughs> awesome. So, cool. So, I guess the only thing that we have left, sir, is what else do we have left? Reminding awesome. people to rate us on iTunes, yes. tweet about us, like us on Facebook. Antoinette from, oh, I'm sorry. Annette from Michigan. And Xavier from Virginia. Our new subscribers. subscribers. To, which takes us back to the number we had prior to you posting the last one when people decide to bail. Indeed, oh. indeed. So, And then you can contact us. So I know I'm a little bit behind on my FET mail, but I will get everybody uh, responded to. You can find my FET name on our FET Life group, which is Erotic Awakening, two words. Or you can contact us. <laughs> At Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. So. Other ways to contact us as well as where we will be presenting past podcast episodes, links to the newsletter, and all that other stuff can be found at eroticawakening.com. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Guilty Pleasure Stage Show and its educational branch, Monkey Puzzle Club. Join us the third Friday of each month. I'm not singing. I see that. That's horrible. Friday at Club Princeton in Columbus, Ohio. Classes begin at 8 p.m. with party immediately following. You can catch the Guilty Pleasure Stage Show at Porter's Pub in Columbus. Oh. H, the fourth Friday of every month. That's the worst rapping I've ever heard. <laughs> That's why I'm not doing it. The Monkey Puzzle Club meets every Wednesday at 8 p.m. at the room at the Columbus Insight Center. Follow us on Twitter at MonkeyPuzzleOH. You can also follow both Guilty Pleasures and Monkey Puzzle Club on FetLife.com for all announcements and discussions. I'm off to the shower. Bye, Dan. I'm going to watch. Bye, Dawn. <laughs>